ये इंटरनेशनल गेम है सुनील दिमाग से खेला जाता है गुस्से से नहीं Hello everybody and welcome to episode 108 of Hoop Darshan. Hoop Darshan. Episode number 108 Karan which means we have to talk about the 2008 finals that again in my view didn't happen or um is is one of the more forgetful ones. Um what is what is your memories from the 2008 championship? One of the most forgetful ones Koshik come on st- stop your Lakers related hatred. Those eight finals is one of the most amazing, um, one of the most memorable finals that of my lifetime, especially with um, anything is possible. Yeah, I thought that, I, honestly, it. I thought it'll be it'll be like three three minutes before you drop that, but it's more like three seconds. It we had to. I think that when I think of 2008, I think of Kevin Garnett's joy, and um, and I guess it's it's apt. that we are talking about the 08 finals in episode 108 because we just finished the 2021 finals where i i feel I'd, i kind of had similar like emotions you know uh, with yanis winning a title because it felt like it you know it felt overdue it's it's very rare when it happens where you feel like oh man this poor guy really needs to win one uh, i felt similarly with with kg 13 years ago when i felt that with yanis this year even though i wasn't you know a, like I'm not a Bucks fan or whatever but it was just awesome to see that happen so it's uh it, it in a way things have come full circle they have they have indeed uh, we will talk about the NBA finals that have just concluded but um yeah before that i think like very quickly on the 2008 finals i think uh, yeah it's one of the more sort of forgetful memories for me but obviously a really really impactful championship um possibly like a bit overrated i think in terms of what it did for someone like Paul Pierce and and Doc Rivers and stuff like that. KG obviously like deserved it. It was a long time coming. Probably in like in reality he should have had like two or three titles that his career was worthy of that, but he, yeah. at least he got one, right? Uh, there are a lot of people who didn't. So um yeah, so w- one thing I wanted to um quickly ask you Karan before we jump into NBA analysis or or a special guest uh something really really special and magical has happened Karan in the last in the last week or so uh, i got a i got a text message from you where you went to the holy grail you went to yes. amman's chicken we absolutely need to talk about that before we do anything else it's number one priority are, are you saying it's more important than the actual nba finals yes than the actual nba finals than the actual <laughs> uh, content of this episode like it not, nothing else matters if the, if the podcast ends after your uh, your talk about amman's chicken I, i'll still be happy Yeah so it it actually happened I had to go to Ludhiana for a work trip I'm doing a story on the Ludhiana Basketball Academy so um I decided like let's you know it's you, you can't do Ludhiana basketball without doing Ludhiana butter chicken it, it had been almost a decade since I'd been there last so uh, I just had to I, I I did my basketball work and then of course I showed up at the holy grail of all holy grails Amman chicken um me and the gentleman I was with we just destroyed the food it was so much fun like I'd, I'd, i i i ate so much i ate basically two or three meals in one sitting and then i packed enough and bought back to delhi for myself and my wife to last us another couple of days it was just a wonderful experience 
the best burger chicken on earth and i'm i'm still like in awe of how amazing that experience was that's 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 mind blowing uh, look they say you can taste food from the pictures and and i did when you shared those those photos with me so very very good but more importantly did you have a chance to ask for sponsorship yes i did so i spoke to mr aman well that's not really his name but i spoke to yeah. the manager at uh, aman chicken and i did i i did try to explain to him i'm like hey sir like i know you run a relatively small establishment and uh, you you don't know what a, you haven't heard of us but so so the way i approached it was you know ludhiana is mm-hmm. a big basketball community and a lot of the basketball players in ludhiana love your restaurant so yeah. because of that connection we i i i co-host a basketball podcast and we are also obsessed with the restaurant and we would love it if you we could collaborate if you could sponsor us and uncle's first question was what is the podcast <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, Fair enough. So I, I think that's it. Like, that's you know, that's I had to tell him like it's sort of like a radio show. So to radio on my car. I'm like, well, no, it's not actually on the radio. So then that was another thing which I had to be explained. So I don't know how well that went. But anyways, I, uh, right. he, he has my number. I have his number. And we're going to hopefully hash out some details for... potential future sponsorship for for hope darshan we'll see what i'm here what i'm hearing is karen we need to somehow get in touch with people on like radio stations have an episode on there so that mr aman can listen to us and then yeah. sponsor us that's the that, only logical takeaway right that, that's all it is uh, he he has a very specific uh, sort of sphere of radio and it's it's like punjabi radio that he probably listens to that's it so um, yeah So right, let's let's just get on the phone with uh, Daljeet and then and then make those connections. We'll like make it. it. But yeah, but but, <laughs> did, but but it was great. I mean, uh, and what's funny is I posted a photograph on my Instagram about um, of myself outside Amar Chicken with a photo of the chicken, and the number of uh, former Hoop Darshan guests slash basketball players who commented on that was just heartwarming to me. I think I I think that it 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 meant so much to me to know that we are associated with you know butter chicken. It just it's it's all we need to know. It is it is our uh, ours and especially your legacy. I think uh, we, we we'll be remembered for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, uh, NBA Finals, Karan. So recently yes. concluded. You you spoke about it uh, very very briefly when we when we were chatting about the uh, Celtics. Giannis Antetokounmpo is the is an NBA champion and he couldn't stop dropping f bombs in his interview. It was in the words of in, I'm quoting the words of Giannis. He fucking did it. He did it. <laughs> it was it, it was purely amazing. What a finals performance! I you know I've been the last couple of days. You see me spamming our uh, friends uh, group text page. I've been spamming so many of my other friends with just you know because I. I you know i as i said not that i'm a big fan of the bucks per se but i'm a fan of like nba history and nba legacies and uh, i think what we saw over the past of a week or so with yanis coming back from the hyper extended knee injury was was truly historical i mean, I mean from your perspective koshik like where would you rank this i know it's hard to sort of you know we are in the moment still to to sort of put it into historic perspective but still like you must have had some thoughts already right like where this would rank in all the all time great finals performances oh absolutely absolutely i think like 
you you have to um, you have to forget about the fact that it wasn't like a a full playoffs, right? Like they had so many injuries, all of that stuff that we spoke about in the previous episode. Uh, all that considered, you still have to show up and and perform in the finals. Like you just have you just have to play the team that's in front of you and and beat them. And Giannis put the team on his shoulders and just went to work. He was unstoppable inside. I think we, we saw a, a certain level of focus from him that we haven't necessarily seen in his past. We obviously two-time MVP and everything. We knew he could do it in the regular season, but playoffs he had always fallen like a, a couple of steps short. People said he didn't have a jump shot. He didn't have a he didn't have a dribble. Like he did, whatever the excuses were. He modified his game and he peaked during the playoffs. He peaked during the finals, and that's what that's what legendary players do. And he look, I think uh, we we spoke about this the other day, right? Like it, it kind of hit me. Uh, it read the message read wrong when I first read it, saying that he has a more impressive first eight years than LeBron James. But actually, when you think about it, that's not too far from the truth. Like I mean, you could you could pick either one, but you could make a legitimate case for Yanis, which is which is just mind blowing, right? Um, yeah, so 50 points in the final game, um, mm-hmm. multiple 40 point games, and uh, you know the the Bucks players doing their roles, Middleton hitting late clutch shots, Holiday playing stellar defense. Like it's just it all came together for the Bucks, especially after losing the first two. Uh, and and wow, um, I think I think they're like very very deserved champions. Um, you could you could make all the caveats and put all the asterisks around there, but I think like they they've been very very impressive uh, for the most part of the playoffs and yeah I think I think this this is the start of something for for Giannis. Yeah, so so one of my takeaways and you mentioned it that he he peaked in the finals. I and and that to me is such an impressive attribute because you know um, Giannis has been a great player now for <clears throat> like even though his his story as a whole if you see his an overarching arc from where he came from. It's it, it'll never stop being amazing. Like uh, he was sort of a forgotten guy the way he was drafted. Even him winning most improved player was a surprise. So, but mm-hmm. all that said, he has been a top three or four NBA player for the last three or four years. So, so that so so the fact that he was in contention to be a Finals MVP kind of guy is not that surprising to me. But what was amazing is that normally what happens is that. Um, any great player, and even if you look at somebody as great as a LeBron James, a Kevin Durant, a Steph Curry, they, if you if you say what was the best two or three week stretch of their career, it it might be something random. It might be like you know February to March in the regular season. You know, it it might be like the the first two rounds of the playoffs. The finals usually a player plays really well. LeBron has had some amazing epic finals. But they're probably second to some other stretch they might have likely had in their career, just statistically speaking. I mm-hmm. felt that Giannis has actually played the best basketball of his life in the last five games. Game one was yes. sort of the, the game he took, you know, the, the hyperextended injury. Then the knee, he, he came back and he was, wasn't very good. And he was actually, to be honest, he was still very good. But he wasn't like godly good in game one. But, but, the, but games two to six are arguably the best stretch of his basketball playing life. And game six in particular, the one that closed out game, was probably the best game he's ever played in his life, which is so amazing to see that the guy actually peaked in the most important night of his basketball career, right? So so to me, that was impressive. And then he went to Chick-fil-A the morning after just to add, 
just to add like the the uh, the, the fact that he's a true greek god you know like <laughs> he's like i'm going to have a, and i'm going to order 50 pieces of chicken nuggets or whatever it was <laughs> it's amazing it's amazing it's just a uh, i think like you couldn't you couldn't be happier for the guy right like the the way he conducted himself this whole story uh, and how he he did it with the team that he was drafted he did it yeah. the so called the, the right way right like i think i i probably come around a little bit saying that look whatever whatever parts player wants to take that's fine but sometimes titles like these like they mean more than than a than a super team or like the the lakers usually you know winning that's that's it's, accepted but this is not this, this is milwaukee's first title in like 50 something years it's, it's exactly it, it just doesn't happen oh yeah yeah, yeah. It, you, you know i mean i feel the same way i, I think it's fine from the players perspective uh yeah. they can take whatever path they want to choose but at the same time from the fans perspective and from the perspective of people who are going to judge you for the next you know several decades it, it a, a, a title like yanis is definitely more impressive the, the players can say what they want the players can tell themselves that, that a ring is the same as any other ring but a ring like yanis will be i mean the same way we started talking about the kevin garnett 2008 championship right like yeah it was only one championship and uh, i mean i'm going to go back in history i'm going to get be a little bit biased with the next you know uh, i've i've read i've finished rereading uh, this book about the 1970 73 champions next and you know there's in in the large history of things those are just a couple of championships but because those teams were so beloved and the way they did it is so beloved it people remember it 50 60 years later and i think that that is the that is the beauty of what what yanis accomplished uh you were right in mentioning that th- that people are obviously going to say you know that everyone has heard this this post season was a bit disappointing and uh and let's be fair the suns were not really worthy opponents they they are a good team not a great team that said i think yanis him alone the way he played is as well as anyone has played in the finals you know any team any opponent he, he stands out uh d- despite whoever else might be around him he himself has done the job so so you can't take that away from him absolutely absolutely um any any parting thoughts about the nba finals before we move on to our special guest section um i think we should continue for, over out for chris paul and and his continued playoff choking man like what's even left to say about chris paul like there's going to be i i know we're going to hear the excuse that he was hurt because we know it he, he he's always hurt there's no so yeah, at this point it's it doesn't even matter it's 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 almost part of his you know from chris paul you, you're going to get a good shooting game sometimes you're going to get good assists you're going to get good leadership and you, you don't get injuries it's just part of who he is right um he obviously was really exceptional in some parts of this playoff run uh you know the nuggets series he was unstoppable from you know the the, the end of the clippers series until the game one of the finals he was truly exceptional but when it all mattered it didn't count and to be honest i i i have always resisted you know every time there's a graphic showing yanis next to chris paul it sort of made me like squirm a little bit because i i never felt that chris paul was the guy who should be representing the suns in the graphic you know what i mean i always thought he was yeah. the second best player in the team it should have always been booker um who who did show up in the finals um so yeah it's i mean my only thing is i well, i guess since we're talking about the suns coach i want to ask you do you 
where do you think they go from here? Because I act, I'm actually kind of pessimistic about them. Since everyone else is getting better, the Warriors will be back, the Lakers, Clippers will be back. I, I don't know if the Suns can make it as 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 much as a leap Booker and Aiton might take. I don't. I, I, I think th- I think they got lucky this year. I don't know if they make the finals again, or at least for a while. I, I agree. I agree. Looking, they have to look at this year and and they can't be content with what they have, right? Like obviously, lots of uh, lots of luck going their way. They literally had an injury every step of the way that yeah. helped them in the Western Conference path. So they can't look at their team currently as it is and be like, I think we can get here next year as well. So obviously, Booker is going to take a leap. Obviously, Aiton's going to take a leap. Their, their entire young core is going to get better, but it's not going to be enough. Like I, I don't think, I don't know what. what level Chris Paul will be at next year. I don't know if they'll even continue with him. Um, but they, they need to look out and, and figure out what they can add to maintain a little bit of an edge that they created this year. So I, I genuinely, like, if I had to bet, I would say they, they wouldn't make the finals again. But who knows, right, with all the injuries and everything. Um, but at the same time, like, the Phoenix Suns could be the team that suffers the injuries next year because it is still a relatively condensed off-season. Um, the the yeah. season is meant to start uh, as per this regular programming, which is like late October, right? So it's still it's still a shorter off-season than before. And, and we've seen over the last couple of years that uh, if, you've, if you've gone deep into the se- uh, post-season, then you typically struggle a little bit. You can you can be hurt by injuries uh, and stuff like that. So we'll and see, let's not we'll see what their, their leader is, is going to be playing in the Olympics. So Booker will have another month of, of of NBA of, of basketball, exactly, exactly. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm pessimistic as well in general, but also like they've got a, they've got a good core. They just need to figure out. They, they just need to not be content with what they have, and they need to figure out how they can they can continue to be relevant and in the game. So uh, yeah, it'll be be interesting to see how they how they continue and how they bounce back from the finals loss. Well, I want to continue this conversation, but let's bring in our guest for this for, for this episode. So uh, our guest for this episode of Hoop Darshan is Pritish Kokate, one of the talented young recruits who's part of the NBA Academy India. Originally from Pune, he uh, impressed the Academy's coach Scott Fleming during an ECG NBA jump program and got invited to the Academy and the rest is history. So uh, Pritish, first of all, welcome to Hoop Darshan and how are you doing? Hey, I'm fine. How, uh, glad to be here. Glad to be on this podcast and uh, looking forward for a great uh, chat on this finals and, uh, you know, all over the NBA. Yeah, so before uh, before we start talking, uh, the, the way Kaushik likes, likes to sort of, um, you know, get people, uh, welcome people on Hoop Their Shares, yeah. he tells them that, 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 that we're going to imagine we're all sitting around a bar having a drink and talking about basketball. Okay. Uh, but Pritish, you're not old enough to have a beer with us. How old are you and, and, and how do you get along this, around this uh, loophole? Um, so I'm now, right now I'm 18 years old. Yeah. And uh, like if you're talking about yeah, I mean I'm in 25. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I I I don't I don't, uh, I don't plan to drink in okay. like you know like you know basketball players like we have to keep ourselves very fit and everything. But that's that's another part. But um, yeah. See, uh, we, you, we can you can bring Gatorade to the table. Gatorade, yeah, obviously. Sure, that, sure. That's good to hear. That's the difference between uh, athletes, super athletes like you, Pritish, and people like us who are basketball fans, but also <laughs> don't really care about our bodies that sure. much. Yeah. Uh, so, 
Pradesh, you're, you're lucky this is not a this is not a video podcast and you can't see uh, the exactly oh, no. <laughs> that's what I, that's what i asked him is, is it a video podcast <laughs> no 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 we do not we do not embarrass ourselves that way yeah. but yeah. um pratish let's let's keep the momentum going koshik and i were discussing the finals and we're discussing how like sort of really legacy defining moment yanis had in yeah. um, in in winning this championship i want to ask you uh it it must still be fresh in memory we are recording this on the 22nd of july so just a day after yeah. in india the finals when they concluded um what was your first reaction to to the end of the series and yanis's big 50 piece game like let me know all your emotions right now okay so first of all after the i, I would just start with the two wins the suns had uh, the first two games I I was very happy for them. I was very happy for CP3 because as you know he's 16 he's 16 years in the league and have it hasn't been to the finals and now he has he had the chance to be in the finals and after that it was history it was just uh it was just the big 3 of Milwaukee Bucks uh Giannis playing what what he what he does you know you know like just averaging of 40 or 30 points and uh, with the supporting cast of uh, Drew Holiday Drew Holiday and uh Chris Middleton I mean I I'm really happy for both of them. Okay, so let me let me just get into this like from my from my perspective I'm a Lakers fan mostly because of LeBron James obviously. But uh so I had no preferences in this final but I really wanted uh Suns to win this and get CP3's first championship because you know Giannis is 26 years 26 year old. He can get his championship anytime he wants and he's in the he's in the East. But I really wanted uh you know Suns to win this. but i am very happy and also the 50 50 point game from yanis oh, oh, oh my god and and he made his all free throws i mean he missed two but those are a lot for him and uh, you know as he as he as he went on his live and took 50 mcnuggets i mean that that says it all <laughs> that says it all that he has scored 50 points and he's just going to enjoy all of this in milwaukee where i mean where he promised to get a championship like, before going anywhere else So I mean you mentioned you're a, you're a LeBron fan um, have you have you been a LeBron fan pre Lakers too Oh yeah definitely I have so my first jersey that I took was of LeBron James uh, unknowingly it was of LeBron James and then I searched for whose jersey it is and then it was LeBron James and then started watching uh, NBA uh, that was uh, around 6th uh, grade yeah when when he was on the cleveland cavaliers team and he lost in the finals and then he was he he went to he took his talents to south beach and then that that's that's when i started uh, you know following lebron a lot so 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 somebody gifted you a jersey and you, and you didn't know who it was No, no. I, my my mom died, so I started playing basketball in fourth grade, right? And then then like after two years, they were like, okay, you're playing, you're doing good. I mean, we should take you a jersey. Then mm-hmm. uh, we just randomly they selected a jersey which which had Cavalier on it and 23. I was like, okay, it's fine. I mean, it's a jersey. Then I after after some time after like a month or two, I started watching my my teammates and everyone, uh, my coaches. They were like. You know, you know whose jersey that is. I mean, I don't know. I I I didn't watch basketball at that time. So they were like, "That's LeBron James." I mean, okay. Uh, let's so, like uh, tell me when we, when we watch the game. We, we could we could watch a game, and that's when I saw LeBron James on TV that first time. So so basically, your basketball fandom is kind of a fluky thing. Somebody got you a jersey. It could have been any jersey, Pratish. It yeah. could have, you know, in my case, it was probably Meta World Peace number fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's that's vintage. 
<laughs> I'm just saying it, it could have been any jersey. Uh, but anyway, so my point is, um, Le- LeBron is like obviously one of the all-time greats, right? Yeah. But uh, you you brought it up what Giannis did to win a championship for the team that had drafted him and and mm-hmm. doing it you know without sort of forming a super team and all that does the, to you as a LeBron fan like do you appreciate what he did even though it's kind of different from the journey LeBron has had? Oh, definitely. I mean that's that's the thing like he earned his trophy, he earned his MVPs, he earned his uh, Finals MVP, like 50 piece in Finals in in like closeout game. I mean you have to get you have to earn all that. Mm-hmm. And uh, like how LeBron, LeBron's, LeBron's journey throughout has been of, uh, you know, uh, like he, he hasn't got it. He hasn't got any major injuries, but then he has got a lot of lot of players who were, you know, at their peak uh, with uh, Boston Celtics, then uh, Detroit Pistons and all those teams like they were. I, I know I know they are not as tough as uh, the Jordan era teams, but I mean, you cannot just. You know, compare all those eras and then just say LeBron or anyone or now like right now, Giannis also he faced the he faced the super team of uh, Brooklyn Nets. I mean, okay, that was that was a unfortunate thing that uh, KD had his foot on the line, but I mean he did he did play all all he got and I mean he earned the whole championship and and winning a trophy for winning a championship for a small market team like uh, Milwaukee Bucks it's a great thing and I mean definitely he earned it yeah the uh, Kevin uh, Kevin Durant's shoe size is is going to be one of the oh. all-time great assets yes. in NBA <laughs> history because True. it's uh, I mean I'll, I it, it still gives me shudders to see that that this is how close I mean and and to be honest if if that's a 3 uh, Durant wins a title. I, I I honestly don't see anyone stopping James Harden wins a title. Oh, I guess so. Yeah, I guess Harden <laughs> wins the title. Um so um but but you know th- this really got me thinking your story is very fascinating uh, of LeBron fandom that it was a jersey because Koshik, I'm going to just going to start passing out like RJ Barrett jerseys to young no. people. <laughs> hopefully <laughs> hopefully brainwash them to become Knicks yeah. fans. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, so my other question to you uh, related to the finals, Pritish, is that um, Kaushik and I touched on it briefly, but you know, um, as you mentioned, Chris Paul's getting older, but the Suns mm-hmm. as a core are, are a young team, yeah. and um, the, the the Bucks are sort of all in their prime between uh, between Giannis, Middleton, and Holiday. They're all in their mid to late twenties. They're sort of they, they are as good as they should be. Yeah. Which team do you think is more likely to actually come back here again to the finals? Who, who do you think is going to have a have a sort of like you know because obviously this was the injury riddled season and you can yeah. say that they were both teams got lucky in a way. So when everyone is healthy and on any given season, do do you feel that this was the Suns' last chance or do you feel that this was the Bucks' only chance? Oh no no, I mean both both the teams are very young. I mean I won't say uh, the uh, the. Milwaukee Bucks are young as such, but uh, their potential is way high, way too high. I mean, if, if I mean now this championship has locked Giannis to be in Bucks for like more ten years now. Mm. I mean, I, I don't think he'll, he'll be going anywhere else yeah. and leave Milwaukee. But about Suns, I mean, they are a Devin Booker, Cam Johnson. Uh, then you got DeAndre Ayton. I mean, that, see, I I don't know why, but. Uh, people are just talking about uh, Chris Paul and Devin Booker. We people did not talk about what the presence of DeAndre Ayton was. Mm. DeAndre Ayton is that guy. I mean, third year in the league, and 
he was he was a defensive anchor in like the first two games right yeah and and the whole playoff series that suns had uh, we not we not take in consideration about the injuries and everything but deandre ayton ha- was the anchor he 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 almost had a double double every single game so i, I don't i don't think like uh, the the suns had the last chance over here and uh, i would i would obviously uh, you know credit chris paul for having this young roster i mean they had i don't know what plus 5000 in their uh, uh, in their probability to j- even get into the playoffs and go to the finals so i mean they had the the lowest probability to be in the finals and that's what chris paul is that's what chris paul does i mean last season you saw him do that to uh, okc so i i mean if they could keep chris paul in for another year that might be a better advantage but um, that's that's not the end of both of the teams to going to the finals like getting to the finals again or or the playoffs Pratish, let's let's uh, pivot away from the NBA for a, for a moment, and I want to talk to you about your own journey in in basketball. Obviously, like there was a great story about getting getting the LeBron James jersey by at random, and then sort of becoming his fan. But yeah. a couple of years before that, you you started playing, right? Talk to us about how um, how you got into basketball, why why you picked that as your as your sport, and and how. i suppose you you sort of slowly realized that this was something you wanted to do yeah uh, so like like the lebron james jersey story it was a like a, like you said like a fluke that it was a lebron james jersey i started basketball as a summer camp like i mean it was i was i was in uh, third grade going into fourth grade and it was uh, may so our school had summer camps which uh, like extracurricular activities with basketball table tennis uh, football and everything so uh, this one guy on the, uh, he was a coach for the uh, for the summer camp and he said uh, why don't you why don't you just join the summer camp and just look at wh- wh- how it is and check it out and my mom dad were like yeah yeah, yeah. I, i mean we don't care we have to just get him into a, a activity and uh, let him just be active in the summers and not stay home and just play on uh, mobile and stuff so mm-hmm. uh, yeah that that's how it began and then uh, i went throughout the whole camp uh, he he was he was very impressed by me because at that time uh, in like fourth grade i was the tallest kid in in entire school like in fourth grade <laughs> and uh, i mean after that i was the tallest guy in the school but uh, that's how it started and he's like okay uh, you have a good height we could use you on a team so uh, i was like okay yeah i mean i could i could try it out and uh, years went by i practiced a lot and because that's the thing right you basketball is a game you play with your friends and everything so mo- mainly it was because my friends were playing basketball and it was a team game so i was like okay i'll get more friends and play with more friends like my friends and uh, that's what that was the real motive at that time but uh, as as we got like we got into a team and then uh, you know in 6th grade i played my first uh, Z- uh, zps which is zilla parishit uh, which is like the first level f- uh, then the zonals and then the districts and then the states state championship like maharashtra championship so that that was the first tournament i played and obviously we lost but that was a that was the stepping stone towards like where am i right now i like our team our school team we won around 6 or 7 uh, state championships and that was like back to back years and uh, i mean that 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 like that the winning winning uh, 
you know journey was that's what uh, motivated me to just keep going and playing basketball and uh, after that i mean my height also grew so i was like i i i now we have come a, lo- a long way and now we cannot just go back and just say that i'm not playing anymore i uh, stick stuck to it and uh, i i am right now i am in the nba academy so i mean it turned out very well that i didn't go back to any other sport i mean i played a lot of sports but basketball i mean that gave me a, an identity that i have right now that's awesome that's awesome and tell us about your journey uh, about how you got picked by the academy as well so uh, the acg jump nba jump program that you um, that scott living finally sort of first saw you in um, give us that story as well that that story is very interesting because uh, so the nba academy came in uh, india in 2017 that was the first year right and uh, they had these uh, five centers right in india and mm-hmm. it was in mumbai delhi chennai uh, kochi and bangalore i'm guessing yeah oh, sorry kolkata so these five centers and then uh, so my i i had no idea that nba academy had this program nba academy was coming to india and nba had this program and all so my dad was like uh, do you know about this nba academy that is coming in i was like uh, no uh, what what are they what are those so my father was the my father was the first person who just tell me and introduce me to this thing and he was like you should go you should go and there's a trial in mumbai you just go and uh, give it give it a try uh, and i was like okay let's, let's see i mean that at that time i was a very developed player like i mean fundamentally so i was like yeah i mean i could try playing with others and everything so uh, yeah i i was de- determined to that but then just just a day before it was just a school uh, in a sports day and i unfortunately had a, a an injury a hip injury where i tore a muscle and i was like i i, I was very disappointed i couldn't go to the mumbai uh, tryouts and I, my i was like that it's done i mean i didn't even start my journey and that's how it ends so um that that's that that was a most disappointing moment but then after that my dad was like it's not it's not like you can you just have to go to the center you have he he so he booked a ticket for me and my coach who uh, you know kind of recruited me to play basketball and we both uh, he sent us both to uh, kochi and i gave my first tryouts there and uh, i got selected in the f- top 25 and top 40 and then like in kochi and then uh, from that uh, they selected eight or five and uh, five and i got selected in the top five so i got selected for the final uh, tryouts and that and this is in 2017 so this is this is when uh, kd was uh, invited for the uh, in the academy and uh, so yeah so i went to the top 40 uh, tryouts which were in noida and uh, unfortunately it was so that this is the thing right for, so we there were 40 people and they chose 24 and those 24 i mean they were good they were very good i mean I, and i was i was like a kid where i was just playing against grown men that for me they were very very tall and very physical you know and what i played in maharashtra we were like very uh, weak at that i was very weak at that time and just you know uh, ball uh, ball aaya shortly that that was the thing uh, so yeah that's what the, i i didn't get selected in the first year uh, and then i kind of lost hope for of everything this this nba academy is nothing and this and that but then uh, the second year uh, 
they they uh, didn't give any kind of a uh, inf- info about h- how the trials tri- tryouts will be held next year and after some time they just uh, posted a posted a, a post on facebook or uh, instagram about uh, selection by uh, through video uh, video rec- uh, video you know selection through video uh, submissions so uh, it was mostly like your highlight reel and then uh, my dad was like go ahead try try again one more time uh, so me and my coach again went to went and did a lot of uh, game study and g- did a lot of game videos took a lot of game videos took uh, drills me doing drills and everything uh, compiled a video sent it and there were around 800 to 1000 like more than 800 videos they got and they chose only eight and i was one of them uh, i'm very i mean very honored to be in that group of first of all and uh, i mean they had eight the eight from the video selections and other uh, 22 yeah around around 20 24 people uh, through nationals and uh, international uh, i mean championships and everything so yeah this is the second year in 2018 where uh they were going to select so there were around 40 to 44 people and they were going to select only 8 now and i was like okay i mean i i did i did the whole trial trials and everything very well i mean that i i learned from my mistakes last year i was i, was, I wasn't very physical i wasn't going hard towards the basket i wasn't shooting well and that's that's what i worked on uh, before coming to the trials and uh, i did well, pretty pretty well the what i i mean thought like i did pretty well and then uh, so that's the thing like out of 45 they want to select eight and i was mentally i was like how can this even happen like if, if there were 40 people and then they choose 24 and and i didn't get selected how am i going to get selected in eight i mean that was that is a very low ratio of getting me getting selected so uh, that was my kind of mentality and then uh, they took out they call out they called out names first second third fourth fifth and the after fifth i was like okay i mean it's it's okay i can try out next year as well uh but then and they took the seventh name my dad went out uh to get get our bags and everything i mean not i'm not making this up this is not like a movie where uh, you know there's a climatic uh ending but i mean yeah the eighth name they took and uh, my mom was standing right there and uh, she was like uh, they called out my name and i didn't get up on the first call i, I was like who is pritishokati from pune <laughs> and uh, my, my my mom was like looking to me is are they calling your name <laughs> i was like yeah i guess <laughs> and that's how i mean i went up there uh, i got selected and uh, yeah that that is kind of a my my story of getting into the academy it's a long story but it's a very good story <laughs> look look pratish i don't know why you're saying this is not like a movie this is the perfect oh, perfect yeah. <laughs> movie movie story it's amazing this this all ends with you getting into the nba and stuff like that it's amazing um look look that's uh, that's a, that's an amazing story thanks so much for sharing that with us um one one sort of last question on on this trend i suppose is you you spoke about how you went through it in a in a slightly sort of different route and then there were other kids who came through like the nationals and stuff like that so have you have you played much in like that system as well oh, yeah. uh, for maharashtra and everything yeah i've represented maharashtra uh, in like around eight nationals and mm-hmm. uh, and we have won 
uh, a silver medal at the under 16 udaipur nationals that was like mm-hmm. ar- around after 36 years and yeah that is kind of my resume in india where we played uh, i played eight nationals for maharashtra and a lot of states so i mean oh, awesome. i've, I've been playing awesome. basketball for eight years so mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that's really impressive um and and look i know like i know a little bit about i guess maharashtra basketball culture and everything i know mm. uh, bombay's got a little bit of a culture and pune obviously has like at least like a youth yeah. development sort of culture um so yeah it's really cool that you were able to able to not just represent maharashtra eight times but like actually win a silver medal is a really impressive stuff yeah thanks have you had a chance to play uh, for the for the national team yet uh, pratish for any of the junior team youth team or anything like that uh unfortunately no uh we haven't i mean i don't know I, like I, i don't want to get into any of those kind of mm. things i mean i don't believe in getting into the politics and everything but uh it's all do over it. my potential do it politics nah, politics nah, nah, nah. politics <laughs> <laughs> as much as i would love to but i don't want to uh that's i mean that's not my take to you know get into that kind of stuff um uh i mean and i'm also sure because of the pandemic there's so many events that could have been happening that oh, yeah. like have been postponed right so you probably suffered from that a bit yeah um well uh i st- i started on the pandemic so let's stick with that how have you been spending time during the lockdown i, I know the academy has been closed uh was it open briefly between the two waves did you go back uh, how has it been right now um right now it's obviously it's closed but we were back there to just get our uh, you know i mean 12th i've passed my i didn't pass it i gave my 12th uh, board exams i mean there weren't any board exams but uh, we were just called for practicals and everything so we had to do that but uh, like practice wise and all those academy ac- academy activities weren't uh, open because the main source the main uh, thing was to complete my our whole uh, education and academics but uh, for me right now uh, pandemic is pandemic was i mean let's let's not just say that i i'm lucky because i'm in the society where i have gym i have court so i was kind of lucky that i could access to them and uh, you know get get in my work but yeah i mean i would say my uh, pandemic was very productive and as you all know i have a podcast now so i i've been working on that because i wanted just uh, you know besides basketball so there there should be a just there should be a identity right In, uh, if if there's no basketball a day what would what would you do so that's what uh, that's what i thought about and i was like uh, let's you know let's talk about if, if not basketball not playing basketball we can talk about basketball and uh, you know talk about how so like how you are doing right now just talking about basketball and talking to people who uh, like their journey that that is also what i thought that people should understand and you know know what how a basketball player um, goes through a lot of stuff and uh, that's not just like success is not just the top it, that's that's what how what people see but the back story behind it and all those uh, sacrifices that they've done is very important so uh, that what that's what i did the whole pandemic like you know getting in, getting the work in and also doing something extra i mean that's that's really awesome to hear that you're sort of like doing something with with like this lockdown pandemic time right yeah. uh, how has the academy 
because we spoke uh, not long ago to coaches from the academy and and they mentioned that you know they're continuing um sort of virtual coaching virtual training stuff like that is that something yeah. you're doing like working from home uh we had this one series in between we me and like uh, our coach uh, uh in on instagram he's known as drill killer uh, ron cas and uh, we we did a uh, live sessions every every weekend where we just he just had a you know a workout in but uh, as such we didn't have any virtual programs we they just got us some drills uh, we got we have our own uh, workouts in gym and like they they send it to us so that's what we did in the pandemic and uh, we also had a lot of uh, uh, like we have a physical oh, sorry we, we, what are those called uh, <laughs> like we had this sessions where we talked about uh, self he- self care and uh, mental health and everything because they, they all thought about our mental health what what we are going through and uh, nb academy has done everything on and off the court like they has they have given us given us a platform where we can just you know like nb academy page right they they encourage us to you know post a lot of stuff that we do uh, during the pandemic and everything so we get a recognition as well as we get the uh, you know practice and drills that will help us develop in uh, on on the court so they have done a lot of things i mean that's very great by nba getting the nba academy in yeah um and and do you know when when you go back to do they have sort of like a schedule for for your return um right now like we don't we don't have a solid plan right now because uh, like our most of our coaches are from us and getting to india is very difficult right now because like we are expecting a third wave uh, so they don't want any kind of risks to take so right now we don't have any solid stand where we are going to what, what we're going to do Uh, about the academy but they are in, they are in touch with us and they like you know they are uh, taking follow ups every week about what you are doing and uh, what our next step would be they are next step would be so we don't have any idea yet but i mean as as it gets uh, you know open a little, a little bit open and we all get vaccinated like that's the thing right all all of the players should get vaccinated some of us are not even 18 so that is a big problem with the academy like not getting starting not not starting right now um and and i mean hypothetically speaking like you know say that you guys are able to return uh hopefully in time and you, you can sort of get back on track with your basketball sort of calendar so to say there's so many great players from the academy who have now sort of made their way out you know they're getting scholarships they're, they're mm-hmm. going abroad uh, for you what is your realistic expectation for for where you want to see your career in the next few years uh definitely like that uh, so that's that's what the nba academy has done by giving us an like, giving us a step ahead uh just g- getting us into the whole uh, scene like how how you should apply for colleges and everything and they have helped uh, a lot of players i mean uh, now we have lalnipur chakchua who who has signed yeah. with uh, north park so north park and uh, we have we have jakshan uh, aman sandhu pranav prince these all i mean they they have potential they had potential and that's how they went in um, for for me i'm also uh, exp- i mean i i want to play in i i've i probably will be playing 
college basketball in US because you know basketball in India is very I mean it's it's a it's it's a, it's building very well but you know we have to get to a new level and get get recognition over there and uh, as we get recognition to any place you know we there's no place but just to go up and uh, i want to you know just get into get into that system get uh, you know play play college basketball and like mostly it's not just basketball i want to get my degree in you know sports management sports media and then I, whatever i do in the next coming years that will be probably connected to basketball so that that i could say is my uh, plan Pritish, again like pivoting away from from your uh, basketball skills to uh, another area where you said you've explored during lockdown so you you started your own podcast right it's called coco on air tell us yeah. about what what coco on air is about what what got you started on this journey so uh, coco on air um, it's the title is based on uh, the radios like like when whenever a session is going on it's on air right so and my and my instagram handle is air coco so that was like I, we could we could combine that and make something out of it so uh that's how it started but the main the main vision behind this was uh you know as a young athlete and what i am going through i i can understand what others went through so the questions that i ask or whatever i want them to tell the viewers right and my audience is not not like a not, not like a just old audience it's, it's going to be the youth of the next like upcoming basketball players and i want to just you know highlight their so whenever whenever there's a podcast or whenever there's a, a video the, people would ask the current questions like what like uh frequently asked questions about what is the next uh move or what is what is this what is that but i i know what the, the what the guest has gone through so i what i will ask particular questions so the, so that the the young youth will understand the you know the sacrifices and the problems they had faced to get where they are so that was my uh, vision behind the podcast and uh, i've i've got my three episodes in uh, next episode will be up very soon but uh, i mean it's not a plug but uh, yeah plug it uh, plug it okay plug Absolutely it okay so, plug it. yes coco aner has three episodes now and fourth fourth one will be up next wednesday <laughs> but yeah Excellent. that was my vision yeah Uh, so who who have you interviewed and what kind of stories do you aim to cover so um, right now we have uh, first i had with uh, lal nepo chakcha because uh, that's that's a news that uh, you know was a good news for the nba academy people and he he got he got uh, he signed he signed with uh, north park university and uh, he'll be going in august september so that was the first first episode the first guest uh second we had dalus uh, i mean the, his name he's from uh, africa uh, nba academy africa so you know that was a team where you know people should know about the other academies and what they did to get into the academy and uh, like their journey and uh, third one is just a unique uh, you know talking about sneakers i mean it's all about it's a basketball podcast so there has to be a some different topic it's it, it's not just interviews that we do so yeah uh, and uh, the fourth one is a good one because that's that is a newest uh, addition to the 
NBA Academy or I should say NBA program. That is the virtual pro- women's virtual program. So we'll be having some guests uh, from that program on it. Man, that is that is better podcast episode planning than we've done. Um, so, <laughs> so I'm I'm super excited for uh, I'm super excited for Coco on air. I'm super excited for your uh, basketball journey as well. Look, you look like you you're you're getting involved in lots of different things. I wish you all the best. Uh, Thank you. It was, it was amazing to speak to you. Good luck. Good luck with everything, and I look forward to hearing success stories from you for years to come. Thank you so much for having me. I mean, this podcast also is a good one and I'll give it a listen also. I mean, I haven't, I, so that's what I'm very busy with this. Uh, this pod, this for third episode, I put it put it up after two weeks. I was busy with my exams and uh, uh, filling applications and stuff. So, I mean, yeah, I would give it a listen. And what, what you guys are doing is also commendable. I mean, you're a bigger, uh, you know, kind of brother that I can... Uh, get uh, ideas through. I mean, I could copy some of your stuff. <laughs> you just, you, you no, just have to kidding. speak about. You just have to speak about butter chicken. You just have to speak about like couple of stupid things, and then you'd you'd copy hoop dish, and that's a that's a USP. British, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like it's it's awesome to hear because you know uh, we see abroad that there's so many more athletes themselves are getting into telling their own stories. Like we've seen it through Players Tribune, we've seen it through NBA players having their own podcast. So it was just a matter of time, you know, when, when Kaushik and I started Hoop Darshan, there was literally nothing in Indian basketball. Like, there, was no, there was no one covering it. We, we thought we'd be the only ones who would listen to ourselves. You yeah. Know? yeah, yeah. Um, and like, Karan at least has like a journalism background and everything, right? Used to used to cover Indian basketball. I'm nothing. I was just like a fan of Indian basketball. And then we were like, maybe we, we should talk about it. Maybe a few people listen. And obviously now the, the scene has exploded. There's so many podcasts yeah. with so many different uh, viewpoints and... And yours is just going to add to that. Right, right, right. Yeah, so uh, good luck, man. Thank you so much for joining us. And uh, yeah, good luck with the rest of your journey. Thank you so much. Yes. So I want to thank Pritish for joining us in episode 108 of Hoop Darshan. And Kaushik, these kids, just like every year, the NBA uh, draft prospects get more and more polished. Uh, the, the 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 prospects in Indian basketball are getting more polished too, and and you see it especially with the kids joining the NBA academy. We had Lalin Puya on a podcast recently, and now we have Pritish, uh, who's doing pretty well for himself too. So it's it's really great to see that. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, and and like we we spoke about this off air, right? Like um, these these kids are just getting so much better, so much craftier, so much more polished at, at everything. Like I don't even know now that. Pritish's best skill is it basketball or is it like sports media podcasting stuff like that like he could be equally good at at both of them so uh, look at uh, some point I think like Hoop Darshan might be out of a job not that anyone's paying us but um, no this you is consider so cool this a see. job this is not a job <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> I'm just kidding <laughs> we're paying actually we're paying for hosting exactly like <laughs> money on this BS man <laughs> Uh, no, no. Look, it's it's so good. It's so good to see um, see people like him come up. Uh, and, and like I said to him as well, like it's just when we started, we were like the only people in the game. And now there's so many different podcasts, yeah. so many different viewpoints. And, and his especially is like is pretty much like athletes who are growing up with the game and, and are trying to yeah. find avenues and their shared journeys and everything. So that's that's wonderful. So um, Kaushik, I had mentioned, you know, uh, I had said that, that we should probably talk about the Olympics before we finish. But since I'd said 
I, I had hinted that all the the prospects coming to the NBA are also getting more interesting. The NBA draft is also just a month away. Uh, sorry, just a week away actually from the time we're recording. Uh, so That's just right. very quickly, uh, what is your excitement level at with the draft? You know, and uh, you know, for a change, neither of us have lottery teams to root for, especially me. <laughs> so, for I a see change. what you did there. <laughs> I wish I knew enough about the draft to comment on it. I think I know I know that like Cade Cunningham is supposed to be like the savior for Detroit Pistons. So I'm I'm happy for like the two Detroit Pistons fans that I know. Imagine that. Like I worked in a in a company with like eighty to hundred people and two NBA fans they were Detroit Pistons fan. So I don't know like what the probability of that happening. So I'm I'm very happy for uh, for those two. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't really know much more beyond that. I mean obviously Kate seems like to me, seems like the real deal. Like everything I'm hearing, it's that he's got this like, um, like uh, the leadership skills in terms of uh, guard leadership skills that Ben Simmons has, but he can actually shoot the ball. So I don't think anyone's saying he's better than Ben Simmons right now. But what what they mean is that he he does have a pretty like well-rounded all-round game already. Um, and and I think he he should be an immediate immediate sort of boost for a team like. A team like Detroit, I, I think one of the thing, things about it being so bad, the way the Pistons are, is that when the draft comes along, you, you're not even thinking, oh, which hole should we fill? You literally have every hole to fill. You, 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 yeah. you, you, don't, you, you can't discriminate the positions. Just, you know, if Evan just Mobley... Just pick the best player. And, just pick and, the best player. There's no question. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do, do you know much more about the draft, Karan? Um, I, only, I think I know, like apart from Kate Cunningham, I know like one player... And that's because yeah. I always keep an eye out on like the internationals and um, and we spoke about him a couple of episodes past um, actually. So Usman Garuba of yes. uh, of Real Madrid, uh, Spanish international. I think he's he's someone that was first on my radar like three or four years ago when when people I knew in like uh, through through like Real Madrid's football collection uh, and fans and stuff like that. Saying that you know this guy is someone to look for, um, so yeah, I think I think he's like this big stretch four, stretch five sort of guy, um, a, a good motor and everything. So I'm looking forward to seeing which which team gets him. Hopefully, it's a team that uh, has a has a good reputation of working with like young foreign prospects, which is now I think every team, right? Because there's so many international players. Um, so so are, are, you, are you hoping he's Usman, going to slip to the Knicks? Usman's stock has dropped a bit, so he's going to drop 19 to the New York Knicks. I think that's what's going to happen. <laughs> I'm actually, I, I, so, so by the way, like I had pulled up to to have this conversation. I pulled up like a mock draft by NBC Sports, and mm-hmm. um, just two days ago, and they actually buy. I'm not, I'm not making the. They actually have Usman at 19 to the Knicks, so that'll be, nice. that'll be pretty great. Um, yeah, you can add another power forward. I hey, I mean, <laughs> it's b- b- between him and Obi Toppin. You can't, you know, it's fine. It, it's just collect talent and figure out what to do with with it later, right? Um, yeah. Another guy who's amazing speaking of power forwards or big men is Evan Mobley. He's he seems like the real deal. This guy is super talented, man. He's like he he sort of has the the Chris Bosh skills. Mm-hmm. Um, is he is he related to Katino Mobley at all? I think he is. I think he might be like wow. a cousin or a nephew or something. I don't know. Um, uh, and obviously, uh, Jalen Green is another guy I look for who was the teammate of our Indian uh, Prince Pal Singh with the G League mm-hmm. Ignite. So That's right. I, the more I've been reading about it, it seems like it's actually a pretty uh, deep draft. I think, you know, it's not going to be 2018, which 
I think we have all come to realize it was one of the, you know, it's gonna might go down as one of the great drafts in history. Uh, but but I think it, it it might definitely be better than the most recent draft, which is concluded. Which, you know, I it's I'm mean, I'm not saying it's terrible, but it's you know it it just it's not one of the be- better ones, right? The the 2021. Yeah. So so 21 yeah. should be pretty good. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, and Kern, so the other thing you spoke about is like in a couple of days the Olympics. Yes. starts and it's always one of our sort of favorite international Hyped. sporting events um it's just 12 teams uh, everyone's out to see like how good usa is and how is there any chance at all that like some other team um can can upset them spain's come a couple of times very very close in the last uh, last couple of sort of editions but um it's really been the us show right yeah well well spain uh, what, it's funny i i think uh the the, the 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 unfortunate thing about the the Spain's great era of of international basketball, which was I guess 2008 to 16, um, mm-hmm. was that it sort of coincided with the Americans taking it seriously, because yes. uh, the the Americans sent out amazing teams and and Spain still gave them like a run for the money. This current version of Team USA and we spoke about this previously. I, I feel that you know, um, if if the rest of the world was stronger or healthier. I think this current U.S. team would have been in trouble. Uh, obviously, they've had a couple of shocker exhibition game losses. Do you read much into that? And and how good do you think this team can be? Do you think they are they are vulnerable for a, a shock? Yeah, I think I think a little bit. So the the main difference that I see is like this is not the absolute like A team, right? So yeah. in 2008, 2012, and to an extent in 2016 as well, I think they sent the best players possible so there might be a couple of people who missed it but it, it was still like a really really stacked team and in addition to that i think they had amazing preparation as well so they took uh, they took time to have like a camp and and have like proper um workouts and scrimmages and stuff like that i think it's a bit rushed now and then to think that there's three players who just finished a pretty grueling nba finals who are on the team, uh, who are making their way to Tokyo now, who haven't practiced with the rest of the team at all. It's a it's a different game in, with the FIBA rules, it's a different ball, all of that stuff. I think like there's there's all the ingredients there for an upset, but you you just like you just have to put the smart money is always on the US, right? Yeah, and they still have Kevin Durant and Dame Lillard, yeah. like it, uh, in Jason Tatum, like they're still. The, the talent and all, I mean honestly when you still have Kevin Durant who for all purposes is probably still the best player in the world I mean it's mm-hmm. Giannis has had a great finals but man <laughs> like like if KD is when when he's going there's little argument against him so yeah. um it's yeah and I think still in, in addition to that uh, it's just like the the rest of the field right you you briefly spoke about it like it's just it's just not quite there yet uh, yeah. all of the traditional powerhouses the the Spain team is like it's pretty much the same team from like 2012. So that was their also that was probably yeah. like their yeah they're all very very old. They're like 19 Vishesh Prabhuanchi years. Um, <laughs> Listen, <laughs> if if 41 year old Pau Gasol is important, and and by the way, you know the, the, this podcast is sort of a Pau Gasol fan club podcast too. So so we're not he, he's amazing, but if he has to play important minutes for you, then you know you're in trouble if he's 41. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then who else? Like typically, like Serbia is is good, but there's no Jokic, no yeah. Bogdanovic, so it's 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 a bit difficult there. 
to see them to see them do well. Australia, actually, my new sort of adopted country, is is always like they punch above their weights, and I think they everything would have been set up for a perfect medal run if Ben Simmons played. But I don't know, I, I don't know how far they can go without him, right? Like Paddy Mills is obviously like a, he becomes Michael Jordan in the FIBA game, um, <laughs> and, and he scores like thirty points a game or whatever. But um, I think it's like. If things go well, yes, make maybe they can make a run, but typically they, they they tend to flame out. So we'll see we'll see what happens. But obviously, like the the team that I'm keeping my eye out on is is Slovenia. So uh, Luka Magic, I think I think he can single handedly take them to um, to a deep run. Um, the other teams, obviously, like he does he doesn't have as much as good teammates as the rest, but like sometimes that's that's enough. It's fine. It's just Luka. Is Slovenia is Slovenia better than the Mavericks? <laughs> I'm serious. Uh, Does Luca have a better team right now than he okay. did with the I, I'm gonna I'm gonna flip that on you, Karan, and say Does Slovenia have Kristaps Porzingis? No. So maybe maybe they have better than the Mavericks. <laughs> uh, Cheap but, shots but, to the midsection of uh, of Kristaps Porzingis. You know, just he he bought it up on himself. A seven foot three guy who gets three rebounds in the playoffs. Come on. Uh, <laughs> I mean, but but to go back, yes, I I agree with you. I think I think the the Luca run would be fascinating if he can get a couple of upsets because it's you know normally in international play you rarely get to see um, the individual heroism. Even mm. you know most teams are are like quote unquote full teams. You know Argentina at the best were a, a, a loaded team. The Spanish team were a loaded team. Uh, whereas with Slovenia right now, there's actually room for that. There's actually a window opportunity for Luca to have this amazing uh, tournament, which which is very rare to see in international basketball. With Team USA, you never see it because there's always like four or five guys who are having a great tournament, right? Um, yeah. So so that should be fun. And I think even though you mentioned that it's kind of a bummer that a lot of um, a, a lot of like great players are not available either by injury or by choice. It's uh, b- because of the vulnerabilities of the U.S. I, I think it's it, there is now hope in every game that a, a, an upset is possible. You know that even yeah. now that even though the U.S. are probably favorites, if they were to go out in the semifinal, it it actually won't be that shocking to me or to anyone yeah. in the world because like well th- th- this team had X, Y, and Z issues. You know, so um, so yeah, I mean I, I think just on that alone, it, it should make like the men's Olympic tournament, uh, basketball tournament, quite a bit of fun. Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, and obviously, there's the there's the women's tournament as well. Uh, I won't profess to knowing much about it, but I think I think it'll it'll be fun as well. Um, and then, of course, there's there's the three on three this time in the Olympics. So yeah, uh, yeah, looking forward to like some non traditional basketball powerhouse type country. Uh, cough, cough, India. Maybe I don't know. Um, <laughs> one day, <laughs> one day. We, we, <laughs> two, we've two. always wondered who, what happens first, right? Does an Indian play in the NBA, or does India make, or, or does India win one of these big tournaments? Whether it's a FIBA Asia Cup or or just making it to the Olympics would be a win. Um, yeah, I think I think we'll get sponsored by Aman second before all of that. And of course, the, the the third option to that is, or the fourth option now since we're including Aman Chicken, is that will India have a pro league, which probably <laughs> seems like the last one. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's pretty that's pretty low down the order. Uh, cool, Karan. That's that's exciting to to wrap up episode one zero eight of Hoop Session. Um, obviously, thankfully we have we have the Olympics and we have the draft and everything, so it's basketball is not like fully out of our window. Um, yes, we'll be we'll be we'll be sad in in a few weeks time, and we can we can record a podcast to to be sad together. 
thanks as always guys for listening to us on group session uh if you want to hit us up on twitter karan is at karan madokwan i'm at underscore kartik7 the podcast is at hoop darshan although i don't think anyone really hits us up there um but we can also you can also you can also reach us at um at hoop darshan on facebook soundcloud podbean lots of different places so you know where to find us if you have questions if you have comments reach out to us and we'll give you a shout out and until next time #indiabasketball